everyone. You are listening to Page 8, where we're going to tackle all Auburn sports, athletes, stats, and get some really good perspectives on that as well, everything here on the Plains. I'm your host, Casey Barrett, and I'm here with Mandy Davidson, and we are super excited for the upcoming athletic season and being able to break it down with you all. And today, we're just going to dive into looking back at the monumental summer that Auburn had all around, and make sure to stay tuned as well as we look into the quarterback battle that's taken place and recently came to a close. Starting back in June, Jabari Smith was selected number three overall to the Houston Rockets, the highest draft pick in program history, with Walker Kessler not far behind, selected 22nd overall, and after several trades has ended up with the Utah Jazz. Having both those Auburn players move to the next level have been big shoes to fill. However, we saw positive fulfillment in new recruits Janai Broom and Yoan Treor and Chance Westry, who put up huge numbers in games that were played in the beginning of August as Auburn basketball traveled to Israel. Janai Broom, a transfer from Moorhead State, showing out defensively, and Treyor scoring 20 points in the first two games, both players seeming to be a little bit like the two who were drafted. Taking a look at baseball, the Tigers defeated the odds of being the projected last seed in the SEC West and traveled to Omaha to take out number two ranked Stanford in the College World Series. Eight players were then selected in the MLB draft, making the second most in program history. Now I want to talk about what everyone at Auburn has probably been refreshing their social media for, and for the past few weeks, our QB1 has been in question. TJ Finley beat out several newcomers for the job, and I think a lot of people are looking for Finley to prove himself on his performance from the previous season. He started with only three games, four touchdowns, and one interception, and with me on the topic today, I have sports reporter for the Auburn Plainsman, Jacob Waters. Thank you so much for being here, Jacob. Thank you for having me. So let's look at TJ Finley, who is an Auburn returner and received reps last season after Bo Nix's injury. What do you think his biggest improvement has been since last January, considering there were mixed opinions on his abilities last year? I'd say the thing he's improved the most on is probably just knowing the offense more, being more familiar with the offense. I'd say it's hard to say right now that he's improved with his accuracy just because we haven't seen him on the field yet. But I and TJ said earlier today that said I wasn't mentally ready to take that job last year, nor, nor physically ready after Bo got injured. So it's kind of a wait-and-see thing, see how he looks on the field. But um, I'd say he's improved. He just looks comfortable out there in practice. Yeah, and going with that, a really loud factor last year also was his size. Um, you know, he's 6'7". That's a lot for a quarterback who has to move around and be agile. So would you say that this stood out for him lat- this year? I'd say I mean, he's never going to be a running quarterback, and that's fine. He doesn't have to be. It's just he needs to be able to, when he's under pressure, to get out of that pressure. If you think back to the Georgia State game, when he threw that game-winning touchdown, he did a really good job of avoiding the rush and getting free. And then again earlier today, he said, I dropped a lot of weight that I've, that I've played with in the last couple of years. Specifically, he said he dropped from 250 to 242. So just – I think he's definitely trying to get better at evading the pressure and extending plays. And also, with three others who are talked about for the quarterback position, would you say TJ is someone who shows a competitive edge and one who could help Auburn overcome the last place prediction of the SEC West? I'd say in terms of competitiveness, they're all really competitive. Um, Robbie hasn't played it down in college, but you can just tell out there he wants the job. And Calzada... He had some really good games last year, so I don't think it was really a matter of competitiveness. I think it was more just Parson wanted someone that was familiar with the offense. Um, 
And TJ is that guy. He's the guy that knows offense. He's been with the receivers the longest. And in terms of finishing, you know, they were projected to finish last in the West. TJ said that the job isn't done, that he still wants to lead Auburn to an SEC championship and then a national title after that. So he, if he, he certainly believes it, and that's something you definitely want your quarterback to, um, to have that confidence in. Yeah, and you touched on Robbie a little bit previously. Um, him being the second-string quarterback, he's a transfer from Oregon, um, and he really showed out during fall camp and the offseason. So what would you think that really clicked for him during this time at Auburn? I'd say I think he just needed, you know, he was at Oregon. It's a long way away from home. I think he just needed, like, a refresh getting to Auburn, a place he's familiar with. And then he was never in a competition, really, at Oregon. Like, they already had established quarterbacks there. So he never really got a chance when he was with the Ducks. So coming into Auburn, being able to put his tools on the table, uh, I think that something that's benefited him and something. Obviously, he didn't win the job, but I don't think this will be the last time that we talk about him. And him also coming from a baseball background as well, we talked about his arm and his ability to make those needed passes and his speed as well to be able to maneuver from defense. Do you think his specific skill set is the thing that Auburn needs to improve as a team? In terms of the baseball thing, I'm not sure that that has really has a big impact on his football playing because obviously he's familiar throwing, throwing the baseball, throwing the football, but so is every quarterback. And if anything, Robbie's weakness is his accuracy. He's much better running. So I don't think the baseball thing really has any tie to his, his job at quarterback. But I would say in terms of like his skill set, uh, he's definitely, even if he's not the starter, I feel like you have to have a way to use him, whether that's third and short, fourth and short. He's just he's way too good of an athlete to keep off the field for a whole game. Yeah, and you also mentioned inaccuracy as well. And so I also want to look at Zach Calzada, um, who most people thought would be the starter. And if you're going to talk about him and you're going to talk about Auburn, you have to think back on his performance in the win over Alabama back in College Station. Um, but he did have that so- shoulder injury during the spring, and now he's throwing pretty inaccurate during fall camp. So would you think that those were big factors of him being not the starter? I think the injury – not so much than inaccuracy. I think the injury kind of – he didn't throw much during the spring. And not much happens during the summer. They do off-season workouts and throw to one another. But I think the injury definitely hurt him not being able to play in the spring. The only – the inaccuracy, he was already a little inaccurate at A&M. He already – only his completion percentage like 56%, which is – that's not very high. I mean, that's in the bottom half of the SEC in terms of other starting quarterbacks. As something he can improve on, and then in practice, I, I do think having that injury kind of kept him from being able to improve there. But I, that was already kind of an issue. It was something he was going to need to improve on, and it just hasn't looked like it in practice. Yeah, and I know the quarterbacks have been a huge talk within Auburn sports over the past few weeks, but there's also been a lot going on as well um, in other positions. So Coach Harson announced today that Nick Brahms is retiring from football. So how do you think that's going to impact Auburn this coming season it's definitely a big loss anytime you lose a guy that was in his sixth season at the program it's just hard to replace that amount of experience and Brahms was he was definitely a solid center for Auburn seems like he's been there he has been there for a while but the guy that behind him that will start now is Tate Johnson and in the in the fall he's looked he's looked really good he's gotten a lot bigger since he's enrolled at Auburn I think talent wise he's on par with Brahms so it's 
like I said, it's definitely a huge loss losing that much experience. But I'm pretty confident that Tate Johnson can step in there and kind of minimize the um, the loss there. Yeah, and another loss for Auburn Athletics as well was Athletic Director Alan Green stepped down recently. So talk a little bit about that and how that might affect the football season. Yeah, that's, that's this is something that's kind of been brewing for a while. There have been reports over the past three years that he's been interviewing for other posi- or other at other schools for the same position. And it really just seemed like a matter of time. And with his contract set to expire in January, I believe, there was just no reason for him to be at Auburn for the next five months. In terms of it relating to football, yeah, I don't think it will affect the players that much. If Auburn started off like three and two or two and three, you know, Alan Green is the guy that hired Harson. We all know that. And given all the offseason turmoil, Harson's on the hot seat. Now that the guy that did hire him isn't here, I mean, it's definitely that's even more pressure on the coach Harson. So if Auburn gets off to a bad start, I I don't know if Auburn's ever fired a coach in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. But if Auburn starts off bad, the guy that hired him isn't here. I Harson will feel that even more. And then if he goes six and six, makes it through the year, again the guy that hired him is no longer here, and we know how everybody else uh, feels about coach Harson here. So, but it definitely adds another. And just another thing of pressure on the coach Harson. Yeah, well, we all hope here at Auburn that you hopefully are wrong about Harson leaving during the middle of the season. Me but too. it was so great to have you on, Jacob. I know, like me, a lot of Auburn fans are so excited for this Saturday. And thank you for being on. Thank you all for having me. And that's going to wrap it up today. Thank you all to who joined us today. Make sure to follow along for everything to come with Auburn Sports every Tuesday. And also go check out our other podcast here at the Plainsman, Sweet 1111, where we're going to dive into exciting things happening around Auburn. You can check out more content on our website and Twitter at the Auburn Plainsman. Thanks again for listening, and I will see you next week. Mm-hmm.